Hey, Masterpiece Makers! Today, our guest is Stephanie Ong. She is a doctor of obstetrics and gynecology and one of the entrepreneurs behind the activewear brand Pinch Fitness. We will talk about her journey, exploring the challenges of online selling, and how to navigate the intricate balance between business, family life, spirituality, physical fitness, and purpose. Stephanie will share the story of how she and her sister transformed this small business into an extraordinary community. I am confident that you will gain valuable insights from the rawness of our conversation because here at Masterpiece, we are very passionate about stories that build up your faith and inspire your business. I am your host, Norbert Elnar, and welcome to the Making a Masterpiece podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Lily of the Valley Farm Retreat. Come together at Lily of the Valley. Current Coffee Roasters. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode to Making a Masterpiece. And today, we are in for a treat. We are joined by Dr. Stephanie Ong from the Philippines, particularly in my hometown in Cebu. And it's a big conversation on priorities, on navigating different tasks and achieving goals. And today we're talking to her as her role as the founder and one of the pioneers of an activewear brand called Pinch Fitness. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hi, Norbert. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's an honor for us to have you on the show. And I think I will just go right into this. My first question would be, what inspired you to start your own active brand? And what was the driving force behind that decision? Okay, so, well, firstly, my sister and I are business partners. And we both uh, founded Pinch Fitness. Basically, we started this because Hannah and I are both quite active in our lifestyle and also because we have, I don't know if you've heard of polycystic ovarian syndrome. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. PCOS. Yes. Okay. So both of us have this and usually women who have this have irregular menstruation. Mm -hmm. The main management of this, this is really directly on my field as an OBGYN. The main management of this is diet and exercise. Okay. So, yes. But even prior to this, we really bonded on exercising. And then sometimes we would do it together. And when, of course, you know, as women, you like to look nice and cute. So, <laughs> and active wear is quite expensive. The premium brands here in the Philippines would probably range for a set maybe three or four thousand pesos. Wow. So that's a bit expensive, no? Especially mm -hmm. if you exercise, let's say, three to four times a week. You don't want to wear the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we decided 
because there was no activewear brand here in Cebu at that time and online shopping was a big thing back then. So this was maybe five or six years ago. So we thought that, okay, why don't we start our own brand? And that's really how it originated. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. So it was actually more a personal journey of yes. having PCOS and then that a sister bond and then you decided to create something for women who are also in a similar situation like you guys. Yes, which would be the general public, right? Not everybody can afford premium brands that you can find anywhere. And online shopping, like I said, wasn't um, a big thing. So we said, okay, why don't we start our own and then make it a business? Because we grew up, both of our parents, they're both business people. So my dad is a businessman, he's in real estate, but then we were taught, you know, that if you want something, we'd have to work for it rather than just asking or it being given to us. So even when I was probably in high school, we would already, you know, be selling random things. <laughs> so it wasn't so foreign to us to be selling activewear. A difficult part was really starting. Okay, talking about the difficult part, how difficult was it when you began? Because you mentioned that at this time, online shopping was not a thing yet. And how did that turn around? Well, we started selling in, I think it was, there was no Facebook then, I think, when we started. There was no, no social media even yet. I think there was Friendster. You remember okay, Friendster? That is a long time ago. <laughs> Okay, okay. So this, yes, this... May, oh yes. So maybe we did start, I think this was around the time I got married, seven, maybe eight years ago. Yes. So there was no Facebook, no Instagram. So we started on friend. I remember it was Friendster, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And then of course we just get small items and really showing it to people, right? That's really how we did it back yeah. then. When you'd meet someone, you'd bring your stuff and come out with a bag full of <laughs> clothes. So you did or... it sort of like the old school way of like... Yes, initially, yes. Yes. And what was the, the turning point or the milestone in your business journey that significantly contributed to the growth? I think, well, social media really was a big part and online shopping, because our shop currently is mainly online. So mm -hmm. we have a website. And of course, we're in Instagram, Facebook, and we have Shopee and Lazada as well. So that really made it easier for us because you didn't really have to go anywhere and you could sell wherever you are, right? And during this time also, there were times that my sister and I were apart. I was doing my residency training in mm. UPPGH when I started this. And my sister was here in Cebu. And then there was a time she went and studied in the States. And then I came home to Cebu. So it's just maybe three or four years now that we've been in one place together. Oh. Yeah. So online shopping really helped. And of course, before there were bazaars. So there were Christmas bazaars, mid-year bazaars, but I would think that was harder as compared to how easy it, it has become. But then also there's so many other <laughs> shops and stores online that has made it, uh, frankly, even harder for us. Yes, I can only imagine because now 
everybody's going online. Stephanie, I am just curious to know, how are you able to scale the business? I mean, currently, you said that you have an online shop. Is there any mm-hmm. other way that you guys are doing to bring your brand or your products closer to the people? I've seen some of your posts and you're doing a lot mm-hmm. of like small events here and there. What is this? Well, because there's so much competition now, to be honest, it's been hard to really, there are times that we've thought of, hey, is this really worth it? Should we continue? Because they can easily buy something in shopping Lazada for much cheaper than our items. And at this moment, sometimes quality is not even an issue for them. Mm. Right? Mm. So us, our goal was really to provide good quality activewear at an affordable price because, you know, our customers are mainly Cebuano and you know how Cebuanos are when it comes to purchasing things. It can get very tough, no? Cebuano crowd is a really tough market. They want to spend the least amount for the best quality. It makes it really difficult for us. So what I think has set us apart from those that are online is, of course, we still have to have that online presence, right? Or else you're going to be forgotten. But this just started last year because, like I said, the struggle has been real. So last year, we have started hosting fitness festivals. So we had Mm -hmm. three fitness festivals last year. So just a short overview of what our festivals are. So... We usually have a series of workouts, maybe four or five workouts. And then in between those, we would have health and wellness talks. So since I'm an OBGYN, I usually always have a talk in between the workouts regarding women's health Mm -hmm. and wellness, how we can improve, what's important. Because, of course, majority of the people who come to our events are women. Although we do have items for men. And then during this event, we also have a mini bazaar. So this also helps the local market here in Cebu. So these also are like us. These are small businesses. We invite them to be vendors. And basically, it's a really fun event. We've probably had at our most in attendance. We have 120 registrants. Wow. Yeah. So, of course, they're not there at exactly the same time because they come in during the workout that they want to join. That's so cool. So, you have managed to create a good online presence, but then also was able to translate that into a good community of like-minded people. And wow. And what is the reception of the people with that? To be honest, whenever we have our events, This is the time that, of course, we sell our items during these events, right? But because the crowd and the community is focused on those who are really, you know, like everybody else who go to the event is that they want to have an active lifestyle and they want to prioritize health and wellness. So we actually have good, really great sales, Mm -hmm. which is the goal. And... Praise God that this has translated to that. But then it's just because the online scene for us, I think it's more of a struggle now since in the Philippines, you can really set apart Manila in terms of power of buying. 
they spend, they earn more, they spend more. Mm-hmm. So us, you know, we're not there. And as compared to, I don't know, probably more than 20 brands that are out there, mm-hmm. then people who are in that area would really prefer to buy there because they get it right away. So it's really been a struggle for us. And marketing itself is such a struggle. Like, what is marketing? I'm sure That's you're true. an expert on this, but then... <laughs> Coming from us who started in Friendster. It's totally understandable because <laughs> it seems like a different lifetime. Friendster seems like yes, a different lifetime. That's and now, true. And now here you are. But I think what I love about what you guys did is that, and I actually believe that this will just be organic in a way that all the elements align. You actually are addressing a certain kind of burden from your market. And then now you are able to translate that into a community that you're building. Mm -hmm. I think what's even good is that you're able to extend a certain kind of help into the people that you are catering. So I think that is very good. And all of these marketing efforts, for sure, with the right tools and with the right insights, these will all help you align and they will all be aligned together and it will just give you a result. But I think What's important now I really see is that we are already in that zone wherein you have all the elements ready. So a little bit more of like, you know, we get the right people mm-hmm. in marketing, we learn the right tools, we use the right tools. The only way to go is up and it will only just grow. Stephanie, I would also ask you on a different, as, as you've said, you are a medical practitioner, an OBGYN, and you're a fitness advocate, and you're also a mom. What are the different kinds of hats that you actually wear on a normal day? Well, of course, wife would be at the top of the list. And then, of course, mother, I have two kids. I have a five-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl. And then aside from pinch fitness, of course, I have my practice. So I'm an OBGYN. And I'm also a clinical professor in the medical school here that we have here in Cebu, in Cebu Institute of Medicine. So aside from that, I think that's already a lot. (laughs) Yeah, and I also know you're very active at church as well. Yes, I lead a small group. The, The women that's part of our group are all married and Majority of us are all mothers, so I lead that group and we meet every Thursday, usually every week if we can. If not, then we just reschedule. Oh, wow. I'm absolutely sure our listeners, when they hear those things, firstly, they can relate because I think most of the people have multiple hats and Mm -hmm. uh, play multiple roles. But your list is just (laughs) (laughs) as intense as each role. So my question would be... Can you share some strategies to us, how you are able to maintain focus in managing these multiple responsibilities? Well, to be honest, I think it's impossible to be perfect in each hat, in each role. Mm. It is not physically possible, I think, mentally, (laughs) spiritually, and emotionally. But then for me, I'm only able to do everything because of the grace of God. My relationship with God is what is able to make me do the best in all the hats that I wear. But of course, acknowledging that I am not aiming for perfection because, you know, that's impossible. 
right? We can't yeah. be perfect in every single thing, especially if we aren't willing to sacrifice the other roles. Yeah. Because if you yeah. want to be perfect in something, you will end up sacrificing your time with your kids, right? If you want to be perfect in your career, you will have to sacrifice time at home, time with your husband. So you really have to know what your priorities are. And once yeah. you know what your priorities are and what your purpose is, then everything becomes clearer. You don't have to stress yourself about it. But aside from spiritual and my walk with God, which to be honest, it is a really big factor. Mm. I think the support of my husband also, which is from God, right? Yeah. <laughs> the support yeah. of my husband is also a very big part of that because when I am busy or when I have a patient, they have to rush to, he's the one who assumes some of the roles, especially at home and with the kids. And having good support, it does take a village to raise children. So of course, my parents and my husband's parents, we live right across my in-laws house. Ah. <laughs> so yes. That is a really, really big help because if anything happens or if I'm busy and I'm working, that is what uh, makes Paul and I, my husband Paul, so we both work. So without being able to leave our kids to yeah. these reliable people in our lives, then yeah. it will be impossible for us to, to do our work. Wow. And also I exercise. <laughs> Exercise is a very, very big factor, I would say. Even my diet and exercise, if you eat well, you keep moving, it really helps, well, for the women part, balance my hormones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it helps with anxiety as well. And it also, you know, clears my mind. Because wow. can you imagine with all these roles, there's so much clutter, so much pressure, so much anxiety. But with all these things that I do, God has sustained me. And that's really the secret to that, I would say. Wow, that's amazing. I love it what you said. Like in everything that you are involved with, in all your responsibilities, there are all major responsibilities that the secret is actually the grace of God. And I love what you said, that you were able to break down what that grace looks like for you. And I mean, People will have different kinds of situation, but I think when people actually are more intentional in identifying that mm -hmm. this is grace, I think that frees a lot. Do you agree with that? Yes, definitely. Yeah, because I feel like there's two ways. Like When you're a business owner, you can have all the excuses that it's not going to work and it's hard and this. But there's also the other path of like, wait, Yes, even if it's a struggle, there is a grace behind it because as what you said, you know your purpose and you're called to do what you're called to do. Yes. Wow. Just on a closing note, Stephanie, how do you avoid burnout in your roles? I know you've mentioned your spiritual walk with God and how you've made an emphasis on how important that is. But like just for our listeners to just practically know what that looks like for you? Is it like, do you go to church every day? Do you listen to worship music the whole time? Like, yeah, what, what does it look like for you? Well, to be honest, it's really hard to find quiet time when mm -hmm. you do all these things. But that has been something that I 
really take time to do. To be honest, as much as I'd like to say I do it every day, sometimes it's really difficult with all the hours going to the clinic. Uh, we bring our kids to school, picking them up, <laughs> going yeah. to the clinic, jumping to the other clinic. But yes, because I know that God sustains me, it also is what really transforms my heart in the way that, hey, I have to really set aside this quiet time or else we are going to go insane. <laughs> mm, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that in itself is really setting the time apart. It does not need to be 30 minutes or an hour long. Of course, if you have that time, then that's great. But if you don't, whenever you can, when I'm in the car, I listen to his word. I go on YouTube, listen to his word, uh, listen to worship music. And of course, pray prayers. It is, you know, God listens through us when we pray to him. And that's, we have to be specific in our prayers. So as a family, we pray together before meals and even before we go to sleep. Our kids have already started leading the prayers and being very enthusiastic about. And of course, going to church, having a church community. So I don't only surround myself with women who seek God once a week on a Sunday, but uh, we do this also during our small group, which is very important because yeah. then we have to constantly, you know, feed ourselves with the word of God. Otherwise, it's not going to be important to us because also sometimes we're not paying attention. Most yeah. of the time, maybe we're not paying attention or we let life take over. And we just say, oh, God's not listening to us. He doesn't hear us. But the truth is, you're not opening your Bible. You're That's not going to church. You're not going and meeting other Christians. So how will you know what God wants in your life? Or how will you hear him if you don't intentionally seek him? But to be honest, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. That's true. <laughs> Yes, it's a lot of also, you know, apologizing to your kids when you know you've snapped and it's just such a small thing. Mm. Being more present, putting the phone down. Wow. And that makes that's it real. Important. I think that's just life, you know. It's not a Pinterest kind of life. That's just real life. And I think I love how you encourage us with the rawness and the realness of, you know, following Jesus and being faithful mm. as much as we can in the things. And I think I agree that God is not a legalistic God. He never demanded. It's not like a, you have to spend this number of minutes every single day or else. You know, it's not like that. So in everything, yeah. when you wake up, when you eat, when you go to sleep, yes, every yeah. small thing, every small thing. Amen to that. Okay, wow. It has been an incredible conversation, Stephanie. Where can our listeners find your active wear and how can they reach you? So our website is www.pinchfitness.com. For those in the Philippines, we're also in Lazada and Shopee. And well, here in Cebu, we've just recently displayed some of our items in uh, some of well, we started with one studio and we're trying to hopefully get a space or like a consignment basis in some of the gyms here in Cebu. 
so that they see the items because then some people really still prefer to you know touch and feel as compared to just ordering things online yes okay yeah, so you can reach us through those channels our instagram and our facebook is at pinch fitness yes guys you go check them out they really have good stuff it's not just quality products but it's really the heart behind this brand to really empower everybody to live actively and you know our bodies are the temple of the spirit so we take care of them thank you so much stephanie we're cheering you on and we'll see you soon thank you norbert god bless god bless this podcast is brought to you by lily of the valley farm retreat come together at lily of the valley Current Coffee Roasters. Oh,